Whoa. Wait. Oh, it was blown out. Was that McDonald's? Yeah. I love it. Golden Arches. I'm fucking it. Mm. Fast Food Nation. Yeah. No, no. What did we call it? We didn't call it Fast Food. No, we called it Fast Food Fuck Fast. Yeah, we did. That episode. That's a good episode. It's problematic, though. We rate women based on their attractiveness. And wait, in fast food fuck fast? Yeah, that's where the uh, Carl's Jr. hotties came from. Oh, yeah, that's back when we did Talking Bodies. Uh, uh. Live from Cool Boys Central. Who's the boss down there? I'm boss up here. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. You'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just a young boy. <gasps> so cool. So cool. So cool. Greetings, Cool Boy Nation, and welcome to Installment of Podcast. Yes. Tonight, we will be reviewing, reviewing? More like previewing the Marvel (gasps) Cinematic, you've added a P, the Marvel Cinematic Universe's Phase 4 films and TV shows. Ooh. Films and TV shows that were just revealed at Comic-Con. 2019, uh, I believe you're supposed to put in San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, excuse 2019. me. 2019. Comic-Con is not branded uh, or trademarked, mm. but San Diego Comic-Con is, Chicago Comic-Con is, Memphis Comic-Con. Amazing. Hey, you know what they say? Who is Jesh? You know, from Jesh by Jesh. I'm Fastos from Internals. Eternals Felk. That was gibberish. That sounds like gibberish. That was just gibberish. What did you say? Felk, what do you write every week? Oh, my God. Well, and I'm Black Widow from Black Widow Ballad. Oh, you're uh. Black Widow. So cool. That's right. So cool. So, fuck. who is Jess? Hold on. I got you know, fi- to finger Jess. my butthole or mime silently for the next 15 minutes. Oh, wait, wait. You mean, you mean your stage direction? Yeah, what's that about? Yeah, oh, he's miming. Do I mime, folks? Is this, is this a, a play on things I do? Because I've never fingered my butthole on this show. Although I've, ta- I've threatened, I've talked about it. Uh, yes, you have. And when you were telling Nolan that he couldn't find his butthole, and you and you, you know, you were questioning whether that was true or not of Nolan, you were able to find your butthole in one foul swoop, and you said you planted your finger firmly in there, and you put up to the first, uh, the first. Yeah, that's knuckle. not fingering, Ballard. That's when a you finger in a butthole. You go all the way to the knuckle. See, some some LPs, they just have like barely a knuckle as the first like as the first part of the finger. So, I mean, wait, you OK, all right, you, you, LPs. <laughs> all right. And you're done. Felk just finished fingering his butthole. All that right. Was, that wasn't minutes. 15 minutes. <laughs> okay, you were bad at time, which might be a factor in one Time's of these relevant. movies coming up. <laughs> We'll talk about what one of these fuckers got. I guess he doesn't really have the ability to, to do time shit anymore. Now that he has no stone. <gasps> and I don't know what half of the other ones are. All right. Well, cool boys. I don't think we can get any more introductory than that. Time to move on to our cool boy show topic is what I always like to say. Oh, my God. Report preliminary findings. Not worried about her. We gotta keep him gay. Cool boy nation, pop your cocks 
and drop your tops. Cool? Cool. So cool. Ain't it cool? It's time for our cool boy show topic. Hey, I like that. Spoilers. No sweat. So cool. Mm. And our show topic is we're watching next. <laughs> oh, no, wait. No. We're not. And Ballard, since this is on you, why are we not watching next this week as we promised last week we would be? I think we also promised last week that maybe we'll do a basic instinct. I couldn't remember. No, I said no to basic instinct because I, I, I mean, if, if we do, I'll have to rewatch it before we do it because I want to watch like a movie. We really should do a basic instinct commentary. That's a great movie. And it'd be a great conversation starter for uh, Paul Verhoeven. Honestly, we could watch Starship Troopers. Oh, yeah, of course. We a Robocop on it. I, I, any of those I, I would actually love <laughs> there to There are literally dozens of movies we could potentially watch on the show. <laughs> dozens. <laughs> right? And then it, that's it. Then our line is drawn. Um, the reason we're not watching next this week. A bit to it. <laughs> is because I have uh, Netflix um, mail. Nice. As well as instant mail. Is that what it's called? They, they, they never named it something. Because remember, Quickster was a, was that bullshit when they tried to name it its own company. Yes. So what's it officially called? Net, Netflix I, I, by mail? I think it's just Netflix. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's just Netflix. I think That's, they stopped trying to rebrand it. They, they, should, have, they should have a... Uh, it needs a cool name. <laughs> Netflix DVD. Well, no, is it DVD? You Blu-ray. I, I assume you're Blu-ray. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Liam, stop kicking the wall. <laughs> you got a boy in your walls, just like in the movie The Boy. Liam, stop it. Stop uh, it, Liam. Spoilers for the movie The Boy. The doll Thanks, is not buddy. really a supernatural. Stop it. There's just a, a growing up, uh, the, the boy is in the walls in that movie. So cool. Spoilers <laughs> for a terrible movie. So, yeah, because I didn't get the DVD in time for tonight's no, recording. No, I was asking you, you got a Blu-ray, right? Did you get the DVD of that next, or was it the Blu-ray? Oh, dude, I got, I got whatever version of next that they're, a they're able to give out. I think it's a DVD, honestly. I don't think it's a Blu-ray either. Available on beta. So, tonight, we're going to do an Audible, and we're going to discuss something that's actually important to the cool boys, um, as well as, you know, something that's important to everyone out there. MCU Marvel. Mku. So. Mku is Felk likes to call it, of course. And at the San Diego Comic-Con 2019, the Marvel MCU released their Phase 4 slate. And, of course, they said things can change. Just like if you look at the old Phase 3 slate that was released, and if you actually look at what ended up being Phase 3, there were additions. There was Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home, as well as the removal of Inhumans and some movie orders changed, uh, the release dates changed. My guess is this slate will change as well with the inclusion of some stuff as well. Yeah. But we're going to review well, there's we all, I mean, there's also, in this day and age, Ballard, there's also uh, outsiding factors which could necessitate a an immediate change in casting or a release schedule. Maybe you're just a production assistant Happy to start work on the f f the final season of House of Cards, and then ups, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna get delayed <laughs> and completely changed in its rewrites because something happened. There's a mm -hmm. movie where uh, Kevin Spacey plays Gore Vidal. A lot of people worked hard on it. We'll never see that movie. <laughs> no, we did see that movie. I thought it didn't come out. I I thought it did come out. Isn't that the 
Oh no, that was a different. Yeah, that's a different movie. The movie that was released in like twenty theaters, and <laughs> no one, no yeah. one saw. Yeah, no, with no. Christopher There's, Plummer. Right, right, right. There's a lot of movies that get shelved. So tonight, felt though, what we're gonna do when we go through this Phase Four selection we have here is we're gonna do a cool boy rating of every single one of these films, and we're gonna have to hold to these ratings until the movie comes out. No, I, I don't think we should really do that, but we should do like a like it, love it, gotta have it. What do you think? I mean, I don't, I don't know why we need so many different types of rating systems, but, but we, we, whatever you're more comfortable. You with created like this. it, love it, gotta have it. Yeah, just I didn't just, create <laughs> that. Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. I did that because you insisted that we couldn't have uh, boys, even though like it, it's it's a negligible difference in time. You wanted to do like it or or hate it or like it, love or it or something hate like it. that, love it or hate it. And I'm like, yeah. well, how does saying love it or hate it take less time than two boys or I three think, and a yeah, half boys? Yeah. Well, I, I you're think saving it never takes more time or less time because I have to. Uh, you know, elaborate regardless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you talk yeah. for five minutes after the the two words or or, or you know three words. If Fuck you! Oh my god! My my favorite thing is I will say like maybe five words into a sentence that's maybe twenty five words long, and Felk will immediately five words into that sentence go, ah, oh, Jesus Christ, here we go again. And like no, it no. might end. It might be a cohesive thought that's like coherent and put together and right there in one little bite, but you won't even give it a second. You get two seconds into a sentence and you're like, all right, I'm out. Right now, well, Felk didn't hear a word I just said. Well, I know I heard all of that. And, and <laughs> I, care, I, I care less now that we don't have a third person who also. You care less about what I say? <laughs> no, no, I, I care less about you taking uh, a very long time to express opinions and having an opinion that needs to be expressed on virtually every movie that Hollywood has released since 1970s. Uh, 70s, 70s, early 70s. Well, let's get into the like it, love it, gotta have it, or cool boy reigns, or whatever the fuck we want to do for the MCU Phase Four. Well, if there's a distinction between the between them, I, I I like if we're gonna have both. I like using like it, love it, gotta have it for speculation. Good. Whereas boys should be once you've seen the movie. Right. I think we did like it, love it, gotta have it for Avengers Endgame when we were going through the whole MCU because we've already reviewed the MCU as a whole already before that so many times. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's all good. It's okay, all good. Okay, so yeah, moving forward, like it, love it, gotta have it is speculation. And then boys is how many men we plan on fucking that night as a rating system. Yeah. Correct. So, like, for me, Avengers Endgame, I'd fuck five boys that night out of five boys. If there were five boys in a room, I'd fuck all those boys because of Endgame. But if there's Infinity War, I'd fuck six out of five boys, meaning I would literally have to call another boy to come over to join the room. Yeah. Felk did not like Endgame, gave it two out of five boys. So that means that there's five boys in the room. Felk's only fucking two boys. Did you just come up with that, or you've been like saving th th that explanation of our of our system? <laughs> I've been saving it since episode four. Because we, we the 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 boys is just a joke. We're using it's, it's stars, but we call them boys because they're, no. they're the cool boys. No, there is a room constantly filled uh, with yeah, five yeah. boys, <laughs> and they are rotated in and out. It's called a singer. <laughs> it's called an Emmerich. <laughs> Eh, I, I don't think Emmerich likes him young the way Singer did and uh, Spacey did. At least what's come out, like in rumor form, allegedly form, Roland isn't as 
a, much of a terrible tyrant as Brian is at these pool parties. No, generally speaking, uh, from what I what I've seen uh, from his making ofs and stuff, that like he's a he's a good boss, you know. He he, he he's he's got to be running ships with a thousand crew member, not sh- literal ships, but you know, uh, it takes a lot of people to make a twenty twelve, and he's it nice does. to them. Whereas Brian Singer yells and screams at everybody until they're you know defeated and hang themselves, and that's how you get those performances. No. There's one thing Singer has over Emmerich that Emmerich will never have. Brandon Routh. No. No. Singer's worked with Cruz. Well, we, how do you know Emmerich will never have that? Emmerich will never work with Cruz. Eh, he works with John Cusack. That's not Cruz. That is not even the same game. That's a completely different sport. Uh, he works with Will Smith. Will Smith's in the same game. He made yeah, Will Smith. Yeah, but he worked with Smith early on, and even Smith didn't come back. Well, he didn't come. Yeah, he didn't come back for the sequel. But he he made Will Smith. I mean, he, well, he partly made Smith. Welcome to Earth. Will Smith made Will Smith. That's true, and David Miscavige possibly. Can we get can we get on this got these goddamn movies? <laughs> All right. Well, we're not going to go based on the order they were revealed at Comic Con. Oh, okay. We're going to go based on the order they're released. Okay. So starting first with Black Widow that will be released in May 1st, 2020. Felk, like it, love it, gotta have it. Give it a like it, which is the lowest one. I don't give a shit. She just died. We yeah. don't. <laughs> oh, by the way, spoilers for everything MCU, I guess. Yeah, spoilers <laughs> for everything MCU. And yeah, possibly okay. DCAU and all the other movies. Yeah, spoilers as always for Cool Boys for everything that we've seen. Ready? Let's go. It's time for spoilers. See, I got a huge cock. So I really have a gotta have it for this because I have this feeling that this movie uh, is going to be very Winter Soldiery, and and I really like Winter Soldier. I know, Felk, you've kind of looked back at Winter Soldier more with a little more distaste than the average Marvel fanboy. Um, but I think it's, um, fun. I, it's a it's a, it's it's a solid like movie, but like I, I don't get why everyone gets so fucking wet for it. I just I love it, dude. I love it. It's just I don't it's because it's still Marvel, but it has that real kind of fugitive flair to it. Like that whole man on a run and I mean it's it's really it's a man and woman on a run. But like I like that, and I like how you you have friends on the way with the Falcon, and then you come across you know Maria Hill and Nick Fury, and I just have a hope that Black Widow is going to be similar in that way. And one of the things about it that's really cool is David Harbor. He's in it. I just love David Harbor. I think he's fantastic. And then really uh, Florence Pugh, who's just been killing it recently. Like out of everything she's in, she's been killing it. Outlaw King, she's been great in. Lady Macbeth, she's been great in. Midsummer, she was fucking great in. Fighting with my family, she was fucking great in. I haven't seen any of these things. Oh, well, they're great. They're all good movies, actually. I, I recommend them all. Okay. She's okay. amazing, and she looks exactly like Scarlett Johansson. She's an Australian. I don't know if she's Australian. She sounds like an Australian Scarlett Johansson in real life. Hmm. And she's younger than Scarlett Johansson. This is the chick from, from Midsummer. Yeah, Midsommar. Yeah, I remember so, seeing the trailer thinking, like, is that a is that ScarJo's sister or something? She looks yeah, just like her. Yeah, it feels like a ScarJo clone. And I almost wonder if that's part of the storyline of this movie is that, like, they're dealing with Black Widow. Black Widows are – there's a bunch of them, right? Um, Rachel Weisz is a Black Widow in this film. 
Uh, Scarlett Johansson's a black woman in this film, and Florence Pugh's character is a black woman in this film. Her name is Yelena Belanova. I don't know. It's a bunch of Russian shit, Russian names. Anyways, um, so Black Widows are a bunch of different characters. It's, it's kind of like a, a type of spy, I guess. Yeah. So it's red. Have... I mean, it's 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 based on a real thing that's like a color and an animal, but I don't know what it is because Red Sparrow is based on the same thing. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like this whole thing that kind of. I don't know. I don't know. You see, of, did you see Red Sparrow? I've seen a half of it and then I fell asleep. I kind of feel like that was a Black Widow movie. I mean, it's the same thing. Russian, Russian girl comes a spy. Even they had the ballerina shit in there. It's like it was so similar. that I was kind of like, is this based on like a similar thing? A real yeah, it's all movie tropes, though. I think that's just kind of a very cinematic trope for Russian female Russian characters. Spies. I think it's based on some kind of probably board, that re- too, real thing. That's yeah. probably where the trope comes from. Yeah, yeah. So. I just know it as a film as a film trope, not necessarily or as a, as a story trope, not necessarily as an actual thing that occurred in russia but like that makes sense that it's based on something real no um I, I i'm excited for the action i'm excited for the uh you know the street level ground action of this movie i'm excited for the hand-to-hand combat of this film um and I, i'm kind of think of it as a breath of fresh air after people said like spider-man far from home was a breath of fresh air after endgame and it kind of is but it's also really big still and really cgi heavy and i'm sure black widow have a ton of cgi we don't recognize but it's just like it's one of those films that just feels like it's going to be like when you're watching, you're like, oh, I'm watching filmmaking right now, not just like a CGI fest, which don't get me wrong. I like CGI movies like I do. I fucking love spectacle. You're, this is all you're, you're going to be super excited for all of these movies, aren't you? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I, then I'll just say this, that uh, this to me, when they did this announcements, it was like just, just one after another, like, OK, I'm done a- after Endgame. I feel like that was the natural conclusion. And now they're in the fucking the B list stuff. Like I I, I think Scarlett Johansson is great. Super hot, super talented actress. Black Widow's a good character. She's done. She's been in however many fucking movies, nine of them, something like that. You know, she, she we got her story. She lives, she died, she had a redemption. We don't need Certainly don't. I mean, I'm not saying we don't need more Black Widow or a a self-contained Black Widow movie, but we definitely don't need it to be the follow up movie to the movie in which the character died. That just that that feels uh, heart cart before the horse or after the horse or whatever. You know, it it feels like we're, we're reopening an old wound. I don't know. I mean, one of my favorite things I've said this in the past of, um, of uh i mean it makes sense but one of my favorite things i've said in the past is Uh like lawrence of arabia starts off the prologue is essentially an epilogue it's the death of lawrence right so you don't spend the whole movie thinking like how's lawrence gonna die in world war one you know and and, during you know during his time with the ottoman empire and all that shit Um, well what i like about this movie is that you're not gonna spend the whole movie wondering you know what's the fate of the character of black widow it's more about kind of figuring out how does she navigate, you know, this storyline, this plot? Um, some of that will be kind of fun to play with that. Also, who knows? Maybe she does die in this movie and then she's replaced by a scroll or something like that. At no, the end of this. Yeah, and yeah, like, and it turns yeah. out that that character at the end of, you know, throughout Infinity War and Endgame was actually a scroll and it was never even actually like, you know, Scarlett Johansson. I don't know. It's possible. I think they are setting up for something big. Um, I'm trying to look at the slate in front of us and I've been trying to decide like, where what is phase six like what is the big bad of phase six like if thanos was the big bad of phase three starting from phase one like where are they going in this there isn't one 
I feel like Annihilation might become it if we're going to go into Fantastic Four and all that stuff in mm. Phase Five more. The phase but Five also- is Secret Wars, and, and and they'll introduce Fantastic Four and the uh, mutants, um, but they won't do. They won't have a key villain throughout these these new movies for, for a little no, while. Well, Thanos wasn't a key villain throughout all of Phase One and Two. He was just kind of slightly referenced in certain points of like one film in Phase One and two films in Phase Two. I mean, but even films that don't mention Thanos were still building up to the Thanos storyline. Doctor Strange has nothing to do with Thanos, but it does introduce one of the stones, so it's still part of that story. Whereas I don't feel like there's going to be little pieces of these movies that all build up to one story or villain. My guess is that that's not true. It's the exact opposite in that they'll develop the cosmic universe. And, uh, and at the same time, it's multiverse, right? That's the whole, that's one of the movie's names coming up. And I think that we're going to get some of that, like, and I think that'll open up the idea of the negative zone. And that's how we're going to get things like Annihilation. And I think you set Fantastic Four in phase five, and then you go full Annihilation by the end of phase six. I don't know what Annihilation is. Annihilation is a character, a villain from Fantastic Four. He's a giant bug that lives in the negative zone. He has a huge swarm nah, of bug armies. And it fits terrible. Marvel brand. I mean, they just love these massive faceless armies. So there they, you go. No, bug they, army. they won't. Kill a bug I, they're army. smarter than that. They're smarter Every than that. Every one of your characters can slaughter a they bug won't do that. in the most violent way possible, and it's still not violent. If they give another fucking giant bug army battle, I'm fucking done. Like I th- and they're smart enough to know not to do that. Now, when they have a main villain, Blackness? it'll be it'll be Doctor Doom, I think. But uh I think Doctor Doom is very likely someone that's brought into Phase 6, like as a movie. Like I definitely think you're or or as a TV series in Disney Plus during Phase 5. Ugh. That's possible. No, I think he's going to be the main villain of the next uh, of Phase 5. Well, speaking of Disney Plus, the next movie coming out, or it's not a movie, excuse me, TV show is The Falcon and the Winter Soldier Fall 2020. Felk, I really don't care too much about this movie or TV show right now, but I think it's going to be a Secret Avengers film, like a Secret Avengers TV show. I guess. I don't, I, I boy, do I not care about that <laughs> at all. Yeah, because it's like, who cares that, like, you know, I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad Sam's the 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 the, the Captain America and Winter Soldier still. Yeah, it's the Falcon the White and Wolf. the Winter Soldier. Even though I thought they rebranded Winter Soldier as the White Wolf. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's only when he's surrounded by black people. When he's back in America, he's he's just uh, the Winter Soldier, or maybe just the Wolf. Yeah. So did you see Phase Three's um, uh, reveal of the slate when it actually happened all those years ago? No. So one of the things they did I mean, is uh, Captain but... America came out was one of the first movies they revealed, and it was Captain America and the uh, and the uh, crap. What's their name? It's uh, uh, the serpent. Oh my god, what are they called? Fuck the Serpent Society, and everyone lost their shit. And then they did all the other slates. They dropped the slate, the whole slate. They showed everything else, and then at one point they showed Age of Ultron was at the end, right? And they're like. After showing this clip of Tony and, and, and Captain America see Trevor like cutting wood outside Clint Barton's farmhouse and how intense they were at each other, Kevin Feige's like, I don't know if the Serpent Society is the right title for Captain America. Let's maybe change it. And he like snaps his finger, whatever the fuck, right? And oh, it goes, Captain douche. America, Civil War. And everyone's all like, Woo! I fully expected when they revealed the Falcon and the Winter Soldier for that to change, that title to, to have been a holdover of like a of a temporary title, like a production, a working title. Mm-hmm. And it isn't. It's the real thing. So it's just it, it's not an exciting title to me. Maybe it's not for me, though. I, it's, I don't know who, who it's for. Probably for children. 
Yeah, maybe. Maybe that could be true. Um, I'm going to say love it, though. I'm going to love it. You're going to love all of these. I'm already. You're, you're, no, I said got to have it for Black Widow. Oh, you're going to. Yeah, yeah, the maximum. You're going to got to have. OK, well, then you didn't do the maximum. OK, for all the movies you're going to do. Well, maybe not a Turtles. All right, let's move on. I to love that you're, I love you analyzing it. By the way, um, I am getting it Disney Plus regardless, so I will watch that shit regardless. I mean, you have to. I, th- I think if you're a, a, a parent, you're legally required to in the United States. And a podcaster. Right, folks? Folks, so you're Falcon in the Winter Soldier. Like it, love it, gotta have it. I'm giving it like it because I, I can only give it that, that as the lowest, but I just I don't it's care. it's positive. It's so positive, this, this rating system. I don't care about, no, it's, it's I don't care. Yeah, exactly. The rating system forces positivity. Uh, I, I, I don't really care about, there's, there's one movie on this list that I'm going to care about. Woo! All right, well, let's get to that movie because it's probably Eternals. Yeah, of course it coming is. Coming out on November 6, 2020. So I thought Eternals was the thing. I, I was confused and thought Eternals was the uh, the guys, that, that that fucking ABC Marvel show that no one fucking watched with the, the guy Inhumans. from Game of Thrones. Inhumans, yes. I was confused. I don't know the difference between Eternals and Inhumans are, nor do I care about either of those franchises. Well, they're clearly um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe needed some type of beings that lived in throughout time that lived in that universe because that's what the Inhumans were set up as. I'm not sure that's exactly the the way they were uh, ended up uh, projected on screen. I never saw Inhumans, so I don't know. Me neither. Yeah, so I don't Nor know. Nor will I ever. I'll, I'll see it at some point. I will see it. Okay, you're gonna watch Eternals or explain to me what Eternals are? Do, do you did you know what Eternals were? Before they announced them. No, I don't know. I'm no. I I also didn't know what Guardians of the Galaxy really was before it was announced. I mean, I think when it was like rumored it was a possible film that was coming out, I would go to some sites and read about what like because those sites would be like Guardians of the Galaxy is a potential movie, you know. And then they also listed other things, of course. I didn't know what Guardians was. Me neither. Um, I don't know what Eternals are, but I am really excited about the cast. Uh, fucking Angelina Jolie, Salma Hayek. Yes, please. Richard Madden. He's great. And then Kumail Nanjani, I'm fucking really excited about that. Honestly, I love him. He's fucking awesome. Wow. And of course, Felk Fastos, played by Brian Tyree Henry, right? That's your guy. That's you. That's you. I don't know who Brian Tyree Henry or Fastos are. I know Fastos what an Angelina Jolie and a Salma Hayek are. They're both women who were very, very hot 30 years ago. What about Don Lee? He plays Gilgamesh. I know the epic of Gilgamesh. I don't know who the Gilgamesh, the fucking Marvel character is. What is the epic of Gilgamesh? It's what it's like the first, like the oldest uh, narrative story written. It's like we're is that all you all, know about it. It's just the, no, I've the read. I did a fucking it? research report on, on it. It's so like, what's it, the story it, of Gilgamesh? Because it's this, the same character. It is the same character. Fuck, I don't remember. It was in high school, man. So all of these characters felt play like gods in some type of lore, right? And they all are like these real characters, like they're they're real the real gods of lore, and that's the whole point is that they've been there forever and they've seen shit. And we're probably gonna see some of these characters killed in this movie. I think that's likely to happen because I don't. I think it's a lot like the way they use. Uh, uh, Marvel villains, they kill them off. They get big actors to play the roles and they kill them off and some they just keep like <clears throat> Daniel Brühl because they'll bring him back in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is kind of exciting. Baron Zemo is going to be in that. But um, I, I wonder if they're just going to kill off some of these characters because it doesn't make sense to have gods be able to last forever all the way to current 
2023 MCU, it would feel weird that they were absent during some of these major events. So I think that some of these characters might actually die because we're going to see a huge span of time. This this movie is going to span eras of of time. Like you're going to see like all this fucking shit. Like I don't know what, but like you're going to see like the Greek. Oh, so times. like Highlanders. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like Highlanders. I think that's a really good way to point it out actually. Yeah. Highlanders, yeah. So, um I'm actually not that excited though, even though I like Kamel. Not that excited for this, to be honest. Um, I'm kind of hoping yeah, you that see this is Stuber? a you, 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 you big no. ball the J- not Johnny fan. No, I've not seen Stuber and I probably won't see Stuber, honestly. OK, I probably I won't. My point is, I don't think he's really a draw. I mean, he's funny. No, on, he's not. He's yeah. not. And that's my point, too, because I like him and I'm not drawn to this film. That yeah. being said, I could see a sick ass trailer from this film that feels like Tree of Life or The Fountain and be like, fuck yeah no marvel's doing aronofsky let's do it like i might that might happen who knows i doubt they go anywhere near that weird and i doubt they go that weird either fountain's but, a fucking unwatchable movie almost i'm gonna say love it for eternals okay i'll give it a like it all right moving on to shang she and the legend of the ten rings that comes out on February 12th, 2021. Ooh, Valentine's Day weekend. It's going to be so huge. Um, the only thing I know about this is my wife watches this show on Netflix called Kim's Convenience. She loves the show. It's on all the time. And the main character, or one of the main characters from that is Simu Lu. And he is Shang-Chi. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing this is going to be huge for him. It's going to make him a huge international star. The dude's going to be able to like just dominate Chinese box offices from here on out and American box offices and Canadian box offices because he's from Toronto. So this is fucking like amazing. Like this movie is going to be huge. I'm excited for this film because of the Mandarin, like legitimately excited because of that played by Tony Leung. Um, I'm, I'm I, I just cannot wait. I can't wait. Yeah. The, uh, they, they they had to go out of their way to uh, walk back that whole guy they waited, Pierce. They waited until they had an Asian superhero to be able to bring the Mandarin in. Because it, it was racist as long as he was fighting a white guy. But he's not racist anymore. He's no longer a, a stereotype um, if he's fighting another Chinese stereotype. So, Sure. Who this knows? Movie, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not even stereotypical. Anyways, when, they, when we finally see the film, it could be well handled. Actually, I don't know. This movie's about. Well, should we go into? Uh, do you remember Nolan's review of, of what it was in our text of message? This movie? Yeah, what, what I asked. I asked what it was. He said something for the Asians. Oh my god. <laughs> And I, I think that that is the issue with that is that it's let's face facts. Marvel's controlled almost entirely by white people. And uh, they're going like, we need an Asian movie. Bring the Asians in. And but Shang-Chi, I, I believe, is Chinese. That's that's it, it is a Chinese actor and, and story, primarily Chinese people. The big problem with the uh, any time a predominantly white or at least just American studio tries to uh, pander for the Asians. They seem to think that you can pander to Asians and you can't because Asians are fucking, uh, there's a bunch of different types of Asians and they, a lot of them fucking hate each other. Like if you cast a Japanese person in a movie that's supposed to appeal to China, they'll get pissed off. 
case in point, you know, the top new Top Gun movie, they had because they have Chinese financiers and want to release it and, to make a lot of money in China and uh, to uh, censor just the go. Japanese flag. So, and it's just like with the uh, the new Hellboy movie where uh, the dude from uh, uh, Deadpool, the, the, what's the villain from Deadpool, the, the British Scheme? guy? Yes, at screen, uh, was cast to play an Asian guy who's Japanese. So they're like, no, you can't do that. And they cast the guy from, what, Lost? Yeah, who's like Korean. And Ed Skeen it's like, also ah. stepped down. He stepped down. He said, I will not play this role because this role is not made for a white guy. This is a role for an Asian man. Well, good for Ed Screen, you know. Uh, is it Skeen Screen? What is it? Is screen, there Screen. There's an R in there. He also yeah. dropped out of Game of Thrones, so he's really good at knowing when to leave things that are failing. No, he was kicked out of Game of Thrones. He was kicked out of Game of Thrones? Yes, the, he was replaced by the, the showrunners, if I'm not mistaken. Why? He still gets work. I don't what? know why, because he was great, and he was better as Dario Much better. than I thought the actor that was eventually uh, hired for the role. Well, my my point is, is that they're making this movie, uh, they seem to be at least knowing to target it to China. This movie's not going to get just general Asian oh, no, Americans yeah, yeah. excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie is for the Chinese market. Oh, for sure. It's going to make a billion fucking dollars in China. It's going to be huge. And they want, and they, yeah, I mean, at this point, Chinese box office is starting to eclipse U.S. So if they can get people in America to see it, because, oh, they'll, they'll, see, they'll see anything with Marvel. Well, they're tying in Iron Man, right? That's how that's how they're going to get Americans in there, too. Because Americans are going to be like, fuck yeah, Iron Man. That's right. Something about Iron Man, right? Yes, I don't know. I don't know how it ties into Iron Man. Mandarin. The, the the Mandarin from Iron Man had nothing to do with this Mandarin. This is the real. No, Mandarin. no, no. The Ten Rings is in Iron Man One, Iron Man Two, Iron Man Three. I think I'm not sure actually. Ant Man for sure though. It is in Ant Man. So there are three films where the Ten Rings are in the movies, and they are also in All Hail the King, the short. Okay. Woo! So, Felk, um, Shang-Chi and The Legend of the uh, Ten Rings, what do you give it? I like it. I think I said that, but I'll say it again. Give it a like it. I have a gotta have it for this one. I really do. I have, okay. I have no idea what it's about. Maybe it'll be really good. Maybe it won't be, you know. I'm more excited about this one. Um, it's a little too early to tell. storyline. And it's uh, a singular hero, and it's probably going to not feel like um, uh, an Avengers, you know, 5.0, 5.1, 5 5.5. 5. It'll feel like, it'll feel like you know, this original character. It'll be fun. That's, right, a, yeah. that's 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 okay. That ties. In, then I'll I'll say this. Uh, that ties into my issue now. Is that at this point, post Endgame, if we try to do Marvel MCU movies that are completely isolated and it's just introducing a new character and it doesn't tie into the other movies i'm gonna be like this this doesn't feel feel right but the catch is is that i actually do want movies that are just that's what i found so refreshing about venom was venom was venom, just like venom. it felt like i was watching a superhero movie from 2003 or shazam or shazam way, to a certain degree until I mean, the very, shazam very definitely end. connects to the dceu or fu or whatever worlds of dc but Barely. it feels it feels like a like soul a, survivor. It feels like a 90s, 2000s superhero movie. But uh, even though I, I like that and enjoy that, now that what, as soon as you brand something with it's the MCU, I, I, I'm going to be like, well, where's all the other characters and what's this building towards? Because it's like after post Endgame, I, I, I feel like we we did our big thing. We You did our big, big. And now what is the MCU? Like, what is the point of it right now? 
Give me a point. Yeah. Um, it's def- I think the point is at right now, new beginnings. But I do see what your point is, and that's essentially that like, like it it, it does seem aimless. And if you look at this slate, as we've pointed out earlier, aimless, yes. pointed out, it's it's it seems aimless. Like where's the building to? There is no Avengers film, right? There is no big massive ensemble film attached to this slate. And I feel like that's because phase five is going to be just ensembles galore. And what's the canonical? Um, like, like are, let's talk about Canon, you know, Canon's important. You got 10 fucking fucking things here. All right. We're, 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 we're on the, the fifth one. There's 10, there's 10 of these. Uh, we don't know what level of validity the Disney plus movies are going to have. If it's going to be like the Netflix thing where they just mention the movies, it seems like because it's the characters from the movies and on the TV show that the movies will really, really affect the TV shows. But will things happen in the TV shows that are then like significant plots that the movies will expect you to see the the Marvel movies never expected you to have seen episodes of agents of shield. Correct. Like they, they never were like, no, nah, they missed out because we they didn't see it Tahiti and find out what the fuck that meant. Uh, to the point where when in Age of Ultron, where you meet Ho- Miss Hawkeye, Hawkeye's wife, I, I was like, is this is this a chick from Agents of Shield that I'm missing? You know, I was I, I was thinking like that I'm missing out because I haven't watched Agents of Shield. Uh, it turns out, no, I didn't miss out anything because they basically pretend that Agents of Shield ah, doesn't happen. Not true. Not for Age of Ultron. There's one thing you might have missed. If you haven't watched Ugh. season two of Agents of Shield, you would miss out on how Nick Fury got the helicarrier. Cool at facts. The end of the movie. That's a cool fact. Yeah, but that's just that's just an added explanation. It's not like a plot point. That's just some fucking no, into the matrix bullshit. And, and you would admit, of course, in season one, Bill Paxton. Yes, but that didn't. Okay, uh, but that didn't affect. But, the wait, movie. whoa, whoa! But Felk, moving into our next episode or our next Marvel release, WandaVision, released in spring 2021 on Disney Plus. Disney Plus. This is supposed to tie in to directly Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. If it's to a level where they expect you to have seen WandaVision to understand Doctor Strange, the next Doctor Strange, then that's interesting. And that's a new that's that's forging new territory as far as like theatrical movies with this new digital world. uh, I don't know if they phrased it that way. I like I don't know if you need to see WandaVision to be able to follow Doctor Strange, but it's not want to see WandaVision to be able to. What? Then it's not true canon. It's, it's just another level of the fucking Netflix and, and right. NBC I think show. they want you to see Wandavision if you want to know more of Scarlet Witch's story and plot and arc. Yeah, you want to find out what happened after Thor: The Dark World. Did people have to clean up in London? Yes, they did. In the Well episode of Agents of Shield, great well, episode. Moving forward, that we will get to a one that is, is straight up non-canonical. So they're definitely just saying fuck it. But we'll they get are. to that one but, later. You're right. You're right. But WandaVision for me, I'm excited about this. I've always loved Scarlet Witch's character. I love how powerful she is. I love the way they use her in Endgame, how she almost killed Thanos until he like rained hellfire on them from above. I um I like that this is somehow bringing back Vision. I liked the character Vision. I loved Jarvis rewatching all of the uh, MCU films leading up to Endgame. I just loved how they bought how they brought Paul Bettany in early on Iron Man one. And he's Jarvis. It's perfect. And then it just plays out into Age of Ultron. And then he's Vision. And then this is a great character. And I love the character great of character. Vision. I, I just – some of Vision's storyline in the comics is that he's, you know, the son of Ultron first before he becomes an Avenger. And 
I just I love what they were able to do with this with with Vision in this, and I just I enjoyed I enjoyed it, and I liked following where he went, and I'm sad he's gone, and I'm happy he's coming back. Um, I gotta have it for WandaVision. We've got uh, again t- t- ten movies on this slate. How many are starring dead people? Okay, just two, but still, that's a lot. Two, yeah, or Loki, Loki three. No, no, yeah, Loki's te- Loki's technically dead. Yeah, there are three, three, three are starring dead people. Stop, stop, stop it! Stop killing people and then say announcing their next pro- their next project. I mean, we, we gave you a pass when you killed half your characters, and then like even though we know they're all have like movies coming out, but I like uh, that. But you do individual like drawn out like like it's a oh, full scene character arc. Black Widow dies and Loki finally dies, and and, and Vision has to die and coming this this fall. Come this Vision. Come this spring. Got yeah. <laughs> yeah, Wanda Vision. And no, you know what? I don't. I don't like. like Wanda's uh, kind of fine. Like I, I feel like she's only interesting because she was the more interesting uh, character alongside Quicksilver, star- with the most charismatic, interesting actor of all time, Aaron Taylor Johnson. ATJ. Uh, she was more interesting than him. They're they're not even consistent with her. Like in the first movie, they they when she does like witch shit, they like they cut frames out and have her like walking like reverse because she's like oh she's it's witchcraft kind of. But then they yeah. walked it back and now it's kind of telekinesis. Her powers it's are so horror. fucking poorly. Yeah, in Age of Ultron. It is. Yeah. Her, her, her powers are very ill defined. She just it's has like grunge. It's like the grunge or the ring or something like that. The way she like moves. Yeah, and they just drop that. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They did, and then and then and of course in Infinity War they just drop her accent. Yeah, exactly. The, the character's very, very ill-defined. But I'm and, fine and, with that. And let's take a let's take a series to define the character, and let's bring her into Doctor Strange, and then show why she's so powerful. And moving on, she's going to be a big player, I'm sure. Moving on, I mean, there's there's no there's no reason to set her up and have a whole show dedicated her. I am. A little apprehensive, though, from the idea of this 1950s setting that the f- show takes place in or something. I'm not sure. It's weird. I don't Wait, like that. Disney Plus launches in November. Yeah, but not all the shows are dropping right away. Well, I think none Mandalorian of them are dropping. drops right away, though. What? I think Mandalorian drops right away. Okay, so Mandalorian's it's it's, it's big original series. One to, of, yeah. To, to, and to open with. The, and it's the whole, uh, you know, the vaults open and shit like that. Yeah, the Disney vault. Yeah. Uh, WandaVision, yeah, I, I gotta have it. I'm excited for it. Well, hey, guess what that vault has a lot of? Racism. Racism. <laughs> cool facts. Yeah, uh, Song of the South is not gonna be released on Disney+. Plus. Oh, so they're just... Okay, well, that's... that's Then they're just pretending it never existed. Well, I have it, so it existed. Mm. You can't get rid of it if I have it. Um, so moving on. Felk, did you... Oh, yeah, WandaVision, did you give it a like it, love it, gotta have it? I can't remember. Give it a like it. Like it? Okay, good. So moving on, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness coming out May 7th, 2021. So this is, like we said, directly continuing the events of WandaVision. Also continuing the events of Doctor Strange after Endgame. I really like Doctor Strange starting in Infinity War and going through Endgame. I didn't really care for the character and Doctor Strange said this a bunch. So, but I, I'm, on a, I'm on an upspin on him, right? I'm on a, The curve's going up, so... I'm excited, and I want to see the Multiverse of Madness. I cannot wait to see the trippy shit that they do with this. And they're bringing Scarlet you know, Witch into it. So great. Well, um, speaking of unfortunately racist things from the past, the thing that got me excited about this movie 
is that it was, you know, when they had to encapsulate it, it's got to be Lovecraftian. Because H.P. Lovecraft was, was kind of racist. But also a great writer who conceptualized, uh, you know, a horror that's still to this day. He, he basically shaped what we think of when we think of modern horror. To, to at the Mountains degree. of Madness? Yes, Valor, at the Mountains of Madness. Uh, as, as well as The Call of Cthulhu and, and the, lots of other uh, shorts. I always say I Cthulhu. You say Cthulhu? Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Okay. Cthulhu. I believe that's how Dude, I, I hope we get a Cthulhu book. in one of these Marvel films. Finally, that would be, I so mean, we kind of got, yeah, yeah, kind of something, something Cthulhu-esque. He could show up in this film, Dr. Strange and the, and the multiverse of madness for sure. They brought Scott Derrickson on. I like him as a director. I think he's a Felt, cool He was dude. in the first, he directed the first movie. He did. They brought him on uh stage. I meant not on to the problem. Oh. <laughs> uh, they brought him on stage <laughs> and he announced that this is going to be the first like true horror film. From mm-hmm. from from Marvel, and that has me excited because it's the least like okay, it's a genre you haven't really done before. There really are no Marvel horror movies except for New Mutants, which we'll never see. You'll never see the light of day. I hope we do see that. Um, yeah, you're right. I still wonder. Like Marvel, by the way, does say and Blade has horror elements, but it's not a horror movie. Come on, right? Marvel does say though a bunch like this will be our first type of this type of film. And then when like you watch the movie, you're like, okay, so it was still just a Marvel film. This right? will be our but- first gay porn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Loki. a Marvel film. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just sure. I'm, I'm sure it'll be a horror film now. And then once the movie's cut and it's homogenized into an MCU film, it'll yeah. feel like an MCU film. And it'll and it'll be interesting to see in a horror film shot an entirely lock style filmmaking. <laughs> You know, everything he, is lit. I mean, everything is bright. That's not. I mean, we're, we're talking a little too much shit about log because like, hey, David, I use log all the time, actually, because it is very it's very adaptive. I do, too. But like, look, Gone Girl was shot log. You know, oh, lo- everything is you, you can you can make you can make a movie look all kinds of things, uh, all kinds of. By the know, way, Gone Girl is a horrible log. example to use because Gone Girl is a kind of a flat looking movie, to be honest. Well, my point is that you don't have to go with that oversaturated. Everything's bright and everything. But Marvel will do that. No, yeah, no, Marvel will do that. Uh, and you're it, not going to get a horror film that way. And I just saw Midsommar and Midsommar is overlit, yeah. but it's not oversaturated. It's colorful, but the colors are all pale. It's like, but it is really colorful. The movie is very colorful. Yeah, my point is they're not going to make it look like fucking seven. They're going to make it look bright and colorful uh, and, yeah. because it's not just the, the log is just the technique they use to achieve it. But all their movies look pretty much the same is my 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 complaint and, and my concern going into Multiverse of Padness because that's a movie you, you want to you want to make it look weird. It'll look weird. Parts of it will, but not the not the movie. He'll go into multiverses that look weird, but it's not like the movie will ever again. Like just to bring up like Seven and and, and Tak Fujimoto's work on on Silence of the Lambs, how, how like distinctive horror films or how Alien looks. You know, you'll, you'll mm-hmm. never get that kind of aesthetic from a Marvel movie. They'll all no, you'll have never that. get that. No, you'll never get gritty, grainy, filmy effect, right? Of of a handheld. Like, you know, film camera, but you will get like the same level of horror brought into the uh, I think the way they did the magical mystery tour in Doctor Strange like that, that like sequence and the way they had hands grabbing him and then pulling him down and then they turn into an eyeball and all that stuff. He's like falling in and out of all that shit. Like, I think it's going to be like horror. No, that that was a trip. 
Yeah, it'll be that horror. Was a, that was a drug trip. Wonka's tunnel. And this will know? be like a bad. Yeah, exactly. Yes, that's a good. That's a good example. The fucking Willy Wonka tunnel. Are we going? Are we rowing? Is it, is it fast or is it slowing? Is it raining? Is it snowing? You're bad with lyrics. I make up my own shit. Yeah. So Doctor Strange, at the Mountain of Madness, gotta yeah. love it, hate it, like it. What do you want? Uh, I love it. I gotta have it. I'm excited. I, like I said, I'm on an upswing. Upswing, baby. Love it is the highest I will give these. <laughs> Nothing is it. I gotta have it for you. That's sad. Spoiler. No, and all the rest are like it. <laughs> Spoilers. All right, fine. Well, moving on to the next like it for Felks. Spring 2021, we have on Disney Plus the release of Loki. Who was last seen die? Well, no, not last seen. La- almost la- second to last seen dying. And then the next time you see him alive in the past, which is fine. But then he goes into, well, he just teleports, but in a he different just takes, timeline. Yeah, he picks up the Tesseract and he just bounces. Yeah, he's still in that separate timeline. So that's the look you were following in this series, the one that picked up that Tesseract and bounced. And will he get back Endgame. to the main timeline or will this be a whole show set in a separate timeline? So I think this show is also a secret Avengers movie. In which Loki is going to enact his revenge on the Avengers. Think about what has happened at this point in Loki's life for this Loki. He just got his ass beat in New York. He's fully fucked up from the Mind Stone still. He owes Thanos a, a, an Infinity Stone, the Tesseract, as well as the Mind Stone and the Scepter. He's got a whole shit ton of like potential bounty hunters after him. On top of the fact, he has a quarrel to still settle with these Avengers. It is very possible that this film could either be very cosmic in a good way with Thanos even or very grounded in an Avengers way with him enacting his revenge on Avengers for the uh, Battle of New York. I think this is going to be if the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is not a secret Captain America Civil War type of sequel film, which I think it really is. I think Loki is a sequel-ish to the Avengers movie. How many episodes are these things? We have no idea, right? I, I think they're, uh, uh, yeah, no one knows, but I think it's like six. I think that's like the rumors, six. It's too at many. At most six. I think it's like mo- at most six hours of content. I can sa- I can save Disney a lot of trouble and say just make them movies. I know, they really should. Well, here's the thing, right? They're like, each, if there's six hours of content, they're essentially two mega movies. Right. I mean, that's kind of how you, you can look at them or or a trilogy of, um, of 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 normal films. I don't I honestly don't like it. In fact, the entire time I was watching Chernobyl, which I think is five episodes or maybe six. I was six, just like, okay. no, this one, like two and a half, three hour movie. Cut this part. Cut that part. Cut this um, storyline. Just they're called movies. We've been making them forever. When did we fucking come up with a six hour, <laughs> six part movie? Well, because it got popular because of Netflix. But I think what people realize is people went from 24 to like 22 to 24 episode uh, uh, television shows and series. And then they're like, well, I don't think people can handle that. So they start cutting those in half and they're not following the British model. Right. They're just cutting them in half in the American model. And they're like, yeah, yeah. 13, 13 works. And then like now people are like, ah, 13 doesn't work. They're cutting them to six. Eventually, they will release TV shows as two hour movies. And people will be like, this is perfect. It's two hours. We did it. We I do like it that's what, okay, what Sherlock does where they have where they're seeing. Seasons are just three 90 minute episodes. And those 90 minute movies are 90 minute episodes are just fucking movies with three yeah. structures. They're just movies. 90 yep. minute ones. 
you want to call that a TV show and put that on on Disney Plus? That's fine. I, I hope think they fall. I, I'm guessing they're more like six one-hour episodes. I think you're right. Yeah, and they're probably more integrated plots, like like you mentioned Sherlock specifically. It, Sherlock's not, not integrated, integrated plots. Yeah, it, 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 they're they're like when something in the in movie one or episode one, like they introduce Moriarty and then he comes in in the third episode. It's like a movie setting up for a sequel. It's not like a TV show. Right. Yeah. And I hope yeah. if they do that for for this, then we have then we then we got a shot at me, me caring as is. I think that the uh, the structural problems are, are enough where, like, I don't want episodic TV show continuity interacting with movie continuity. Well, I say Loki is a gotta have it for me. Phil, how about you? Uh, like it. Well, speaking of not continuity and keeping shit separate as uh, a TV show. This is the fuck summer it, do it live. Summer 2021 on Disney. Disney Plus, we have What If. Fuck it. Do it live. Fuck it. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Right. Fucking thing sucks! <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> That's what yeah, What really. If is. We don't give so a shit. So What If is starring essentially The Watcher. Uh, that you, you uh, How do you pronounce it? It's uh, Uatu. Sure. And, uh, and, and it's played Fun by Fun fact Jeffrey about made-up names, there's no correct way to pronounce them. <laughs> well, it's true. Except for Cthulhu. The Dark Lord Cthulhu will rise Cth someday. Cthulhu! Cthulhu. Cthulhu, Cthulhu. Um, I, I, I'm excited for what if, because it's essentially an animated retelling of the entire infinity saga. Oh, it's and, animated. Yeah. So it's animated and it's literally taking storylines from the infinity saga. So any of the stories that happen in movie one, Iron Man, mm -hmm. all the way to movie 23, uh, Spider-Man far from home and everything in between and retelling those in a different way. As if you're looking at it in a multiverse, like you're looking at this version of this storyline in this universe well, and what it would have been like as opposed to this universe. So you're going to see things like what if Peggy became the super soldier and not Steve Trevor, oh, Steve shit. Rogers, excuse me, <laughs> Steve Trevor. Uh, yeah. You get your fucking universe is fucked up there, pal. Are you some fan? Shut the fuck up. Sit down. You bitch. Who's well, this I person? Will. Who's this person? You think reacts this way? Stark Knight. <laughs> Possibly. Man, maybe. Hi, Stark Knight. Are you listening? Felk fan 47. Uh, uh, yes. now, now that I know that I didn't care already because it's like, what if dot, 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 question mark uh, is already like, so this doesn't matter. We're just we're just fucking around. But it's what? animated. <laughs> exactly. And, and now that I know it's animated, I care absolutely not at all. This is oh. this, this is the intro enter the matrix uh, to, to bring it back again to enter the matrix. Because I, I cannot net, I cannot stress how little I like or care about Enter the Matrix. Don't incorporate animation into your live action continuity. It's dumb. <laughs> um, I disagree. I like uh, when they do that, and I'm excited to see finally fucking Uatu or Uatu or Watu, uh, however you pronounce his name. Um, and by the way, folks, if you didn't know, there's major major voice talent attached to the what if series i'm sure people <laughs> i don't know if you do this but voice acting means a really rich person gets paid more money than the average american family will make in decades to walk into a voiceover booth talk into a microphone like i'm doing right now for 30 minutes <gasps> and they get paid millions of dollars so fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs>
They did get major talent. They got Paul Rudd and Michael Douglas and Chadwick Boseman and Michael B. Jordan, Sebastian Stan, Haley Atwell, Toby Jones, Neil McDonough, Karen Gillan, Sean Gunn, Michael Rooker, Jimon Hunsu, or as I like to call him, Jimon Hunsu. Oh, so you're not even talking about like Robert Downey Jr.'s doing voices for this. Chris Hemsworth, Tom Hiddleston, Natalie Portman, Taika Waititi, Jeff Goldblum, Josh Brolin, Mark Ruffalo, Samuel Jackson, Jeremy Renner, Dominic Cooper. I didn't hear no Downey Jr. You didn't, but you heard a Stark in there for sure. I didn't hear no Downey Jr. You didn't, but you heard Josh Brolin as Thanos is back. Oh, yeah, Josh Brolin. He's super busy. Who gives a shit? That's incredible. They're bringing back Thanos as a character. It's incredible that they were able to get an actor to do 30 minutes of uh, of incredibly light work <laughs> and for millions of dollars. Yeah. It's they incredible the that they were able to get pajamas. Vin Diesel Yay. to walk into a phone booth, say two goddamn words. It's and- not even a phone booth, Felk. That's even being like, that's making them seem like they're actually in a prison cell. It's these giant rooms they're oh, in. Oh, they're super comfy. They're super comfy with chairs and like they can stand. They usually like to stand because they get their Fitbit time in or their Apple Watch time in, right? I guess so. it's three words. I am Groot. I'll get. I'll or give. We him are Groot. <laughs> oh yeah, he had to do we too, and he also did Yo Soy Groot because he did the Spanish. For some reason, he's like, I can speak Spanish. It's like you're saying you're saying two words that aren't English. Yo Soy Groot. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Well, okay. So, what if you don't give a shit about your like it? I'm not even going to give this one a like it, love it, or got to have it. Because I'm going to give it a, 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 a want to like it if dot, 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 question mark. Who knows? I thought you were going to like this one. After you're bitching about Loki and being like, this is all too tied in. I want something that could be more like, you know, like a TV show. And then it's like, well, here's something that could be like a TV show. No, I, like, I don't. It. No, I, it, it's, it's, the, it's the whole, like, our whole thing is we have continuity. Here's, fuck it, here's one where there's zero continuity. It's like, you know what I, I like? It's not that I, I, I like this thing or I don't like that thing. It's that I like consistency. Be the thing you are and be it well. But And what if it seems like, uh, no, uh, uh, fuck you. And I, I don't, to, to like, uh, it's like a waste of time. It's like a whole movie where like 90% of the movie is just in a dream. It's, it, it's sucker punch all over again. No, it's not. It's the MCU and I'm getting paid by Disney. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. You're, okay. yeah. All right, move on to Hawkeye with an arrow. So Hawkeye, also Disney Plus. So we're getting three shows in Disney Plus back to back to back, spring, summer, and fall. So WandaVision, then Doctor Strange, and then boom, Loki, What If, and Hawkeye. Hawkeye clearly, clearly based off the Matt Fraction series. Oh, what am I holding up, Felk? That's the same symbol. Oh, fucking yeah. I'm holding up my uh, Hawkeye fucking graphic novels from fucking Matt Fraction and uh, what's his face? Uh, David Aja or whatever. Fuck yeah. I is love it, this. I'm super excited. What, condom brands? I love I love the writing of Hawkeye. There's no way they're doing this comic series as a TV series. It would be amazing if they did. There's an entire issue where you just follow a dog around an apartment complex. You follow Hawkeye's dog around. That's it. That's yeah, it. Look, it, this is the I'm pretty fucking sure the logo uses the same font. It does. As as no as uh, as Durex. Oh my god! It, it looks exactly like the same font as Durex. <laughs> I briefly I, I had a Mandela effect because I was like, does the D form an arrow like the H is doing in the Durex oh brand? But it doesn't. It is just the same exact font though. 
I love it is so cool boy nation you don't tune in to fucking like cool boys just to get some general marvel talk no what you come and tune in for is ballard trying to do general marvel talk and talk about how he's a real fan of the hawkeye series and then felk point out legit real cool facts like durex uses the exact same font as the hawkeye titling cool facts. <laughs> so this is gonna be about the little daughter uh hawkeye yeah. i'm guessing that we got in in-game uh, well, see, wait, okay, did he call, I can't remember, I think he calls her Hawkeye, game. yeah. He calls her Hawkeye, but does he call her Kate? I don't remember her name. So Kate Bishop is going to be a Hawkeye in this series as well, um, like she is in the comics. Wait, really, her last name's not Barton? No, no, Kate Bishop is a totally different character. She's amazing. She's just like a really cool chick who's like really fucking good at... Arrows? At, 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 yeah, archery. And, yeah. and she's also great at being like a badass human. And she's hilarious. And she's a great, like, counterpoint to um, Hawkeye. And the way Jeremy Renner plays Hawkeye, he could do this type of Hawkeye if this series is like Matt Fraction's series. If it isn't, then it's just going to be, like, kind of following Hawkeye the same way you follow Black Widow in the movie. Like, it's like, find out the events in between. So Renner's in this. Yeah, Jeremy Renner is in this series. He actually was there at a Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, announcing this and revealing oh, I'm sure this. he had yeah yeah he had to cancel important plans <laughs> um i'm gonna say for now gotta have it yeah he was he was too busy doing born uh legacy too um i'm gonna say for now gotta have it i i, I however or mission impossible seven <laughs> i'm interested yeah or mission impossible seven i'm interested in the where's sense, hawkeye <laughs> is this gonna be is this gonna be matt fraction series or is this like a pseudo black widow captain america winter soldier i don't, I don't know. know i don't i don't know who matt fraction is frankly the name sounds made up like jeff soap dish matt fraction or jeff Stryker. yeah that is a made-up name and a very real one i remember after work long hard day i used to go into these clubs watch these men Sucking each other. Fucking each other. Yeah. It was hot. Yeah, they tried to hit on me, but I just wanted to watch. I mean, these orgies, they had 20, 25 guys. Cocks everywhere, asses, muscles. It was such a turn on just to Uh, I don't, so I'm not familiar with the series that you're apparently excited about and, and own in print. Uh, but uh, Hawkeye to me has always been one of the characters in the MCU that it doesn't quite fit in with uh, the aesthetic that like, he's just a dude who's good at arrows. Right. And that's kind of what the series and the comic book does um, really well. It's, it's, it's the mockiness of dude, you're, you're not up to speed. You're not up to step. You are not as good as make do. 600 and, years and ago, we invented something better than arrows. They're called guns. And since they pretty much used guns instead of arrows. Okay. Okay. So Hawkeye does use guns like in the comics. It is though. I think in Avengers, he has a sidearm too, right? He uses guns, but, but then they, they got in the, you know, they eventually decided they don't like guns because, I don't know, Columbine or one of the other ones, you know, yeah, those mass shootings, yeah. mass shootings yeah. And, and, and pushed and the fact that almost all the uh, all the actors in the movies are 
rabidly anti-Second Amendment. You know Ripley, so um, played by Sigourney Weaver, she would shake and have anxiety attacks holding the pulse rifle and the flamethrower and aliens. Mm-hmm. And anytime she had to hold a weapon in any of the alien films, she did not like it. It drove her crazy. She hated it, apparently. But she did it, and she looks badass doing it because she's an incredible professional and an amazing actress. And your point is what the, 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 these actors are, are – are, I, I agree if your point is that they're less professional for not shutting up and picking up the guns and playing pew-pew like we like to. I mean – James knew what you needed to do, and so did Gail. Arnold Schwarzenegger didn't throw a fucking shield. He shot people with a gun, and, and we knew he was a man because of it. He threw also giant knives. Yeah. Stick around. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess they're all kind of okay with knives. I mean, arrows are basically just s- small knives on sticks. Uh, but uh, I miss guns being in action movies. And I'm tired of this whole fucking weird thing where as long as you mount the gun on something that's like your shoulder, like like war machine or your car. Hey, Thor Ragnarok literally had an entire storyline around guns. No, it didn't. It was one brief mention of the comic relief character stole guns from Texas. Yeah, but also Korg is literally firing off like a smart gun, too, at like all all of the... uh, Sci-fi guns don't count. I'm talking about real guns you can buy in America. Okay, whatever. Yeah, sure. Pulse rifles you can't buy in America. You can't buy a smart gun from aliens in America. The the pulse rifle is similar enough to uh, to whatever the, the... Vietnam era, I guess it was the M16. Shotgun. Uh, I like to keep this for close. Yeah, the shotgun's a real goddamn gun. There's real pistols too. There's well, real speaking guns. Speaking of Thor Ragnarok, which had real guns, I'm talking about sci-fi guns Asgard. like firing lasers. That's the only thing I'll give Battle Stars. They they have like they have sci-fi looking guns that fire bullets. Because hey, guess what? We're not going to be firing in the future. Fucking lasers. We'll be firing bullets. Well, we are firing lasers now that are doing some damage, dude. Yeah, but we're still firing bullets, and we'll always fire bullets as a primary way of doing it. Lasers aren't cost-effective. Yeah, once they can be, though. It's just, a, it's, just a way, it's just a way for movies to get away from, like, depicting real-world violence. Oh, exactly. Same same reason I, why we sh- we kill orcs and, and trolls and, and monsters and aliens and, and bug creatures because right. we can kill them without it being incredibly violent. But you can't have, like, you know, army against army of human versus human. That's horrible. My point is is that some, some people look back on Avengers and they see the scene where uh, Captain America picks up an, an assault Wet rifle and and, sh- and shoots people is like oh this movie was flawed the gl- I'm glad they f- they fixed that and I'm like I missed that shit I missed the Captain America who had a gun on his side on his on his belt and uh and was willing to pick up another gun and shoot people that's the last time he fired a gun wait in Avengers he picks up a gun I can't remember what yeah on, on the on the helicarrier he he picks up yes, one of the yes soldiers. but he's terrible shot he's a terrible shot in that scene well he's played by Chris Evans. Well, the and, and the first Avenger, he uses guns like crazy. Yeah, he does. But, but no, my point is that they dropped that. And no, he does not fire a gun on Winter Soldier, unless I'm mistaken. I was trying to think if he did. I couldn't remember if he did. I don't did believe so. Did. And my point is that that's, that's like five years ago anyway. So my point is Chris Evans ain't going to fire no guns. Well, he's not going to do anything anymore. He's retired. But like, I, I don't know. I miss guns. And I, I, think, I think arrows are a gimmick and kind of silly. And Hawkeye they doesn't are. make sense as, 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 as a result. That's my point. Uh, Killmonger in Black Panther, by the way, I just have to say for guns sake, it does a great job of making the weight of guns feel intense when he kills um, uh, Claw. It's incredible. When he kills Ulysses Claw, 
You're just like, holy shit. That was weighted. There was okay. no gravity there. All right. All right. Let's move on. We're on our la- okay, we're on our last one and the one I care the least about. Wait, you care the least about this one? Thor Love and Thunder coming out, of course, on November 5th, 2021. Yeah. And this will be the end of phase four as we know it. And the end of me respecting the MCU. Wait, because they're doing um, uh, Mighty Thor? Not because they're doing... Well, what is Mighty Thor? Mighty Thor is Jane Foster as Thor. No, oh, then yes, I, because they're doing Mighty Thor. <laughs> oh, really? Because I love I love um, Unworthy Thor, too. And that's the other half of that storyline when Thor is unworthy. Maybe. When Thor uh, Odinson's unworthy, and that's where he's kind of at right now. Okay, if that's the part you care about, that's great. But here's the thing, is that this is going to be I the last both. Hemsworth. No, I love it both. I love this it is going to be the last Hemsworth movie, I'm guessing. No, no, he's still going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, apparently. Okay. My point is, this is they're they're getting now into the uh, social justice run of of the MCU comics. Iron Heart's coming, you know. It, it's 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 gonna be uh, Riri Williams. Yeah, that that weird shit. So wait, what? <laughs> I'm fine with that. It can, I think they can make it make sense. I think they can make Iron Heart make sense if they can. I mean, I think I want to see another Iron Man like suit in a movie. It doesn't have to be Robert Downey Jr. in it. Do okay the people to- involved? In the MCU, namely Kevin Feige and all the people who support him and work for him. Uh, Victoria Alonso, Luis Despacito. Think that Captain Marvel was pandering or do they think that it was right down that middle of the road and now maybe we'll pander a little bit. The run of comics that was coming out while the MCU, like we're talking like 2015 to, to today, where Marvel basically stopped selling comics at, at a profitable level because all they were doing was pandering to demographics. The first Muslim superhero, first, they were ticking off all the intersectionality boxes. And, and if they start incorporating those storylines, and that, and that includes the, the, the reboot of Carol Danvers, the reboot of, of, of Captain Marvel, which is not that recent. Like, I don't know when that was from, the 2000s? Uh, whatever they they base the movie I think off the of. Audis, yeah, yeah. So if they start incorporating that stuff into the MCU, they're 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 just going to get a lot of eye rolls and in a lot of uh, box office receipts that are more similar to you know like that that movie that Sony released in 2016. Ghost something um, that more similar to that than what they're used to, which is their. Uh, Hundred fifty million dollar opening weekend plus, you know, more than that. I'm talking about the movie Captain Marvel and the way it was marketed and the things that the cast, namely its its lead, were saying in in interviews and publicity meet and greets and whatever. Uh, if they are they of the perspective that okay, brief fucked up. And maybe we fucked up with the way we allowed this movie to be perceived. Now, their box office was good. Yeah. Ish. And there's a lot of, I mean, when, when you have a $150 million opening weekend, but regularly their marketing budgets are $150 million, but maybe they only spent $50 million marketing Captain Marvel and just bought tickets because there's a lot of like tinfoil hats who, you know, think that uh, there's a lot of uh, sold out 
screenings that seem to be a third full. Uh, you know, maybe I'm not saying they actually did that, but maybe they just you know saved face on that one when the box office was was good. But will they continue that? Will that be their standard moving forward? If it is. I, I don't know. My point is the casting, having, doing the whole Natalie Portman is Thor now just seems like, really? Is there a market for that? Oh, for sure. I think so. I'm excited by that. And I've even seen like a fan art already of like her as Thor and it's, it's super awesome. And it's honestly super hot. I'm really excited for Taika Waititi coming back. I think it's great that they're bringing Natalie Portman back. I'm I'm happy that Chris Hemsworth is back. I'm happy that uh, Valkyrie is back. I'm I'm even hearing that Jamie Alexander wants to return as Sif for this film. <laughs> Ooh, okay, you gotta get Jamie. And Korg is back, obviously. Meek is back. I'm I'm excited for Thor: Love and Thunder. I think it's going to be hard to be able to try to take where Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three was clearly supposed to come off of Avengers Endgame. And somehow that's now going to chronologically, it's going to come out after Thor Love and Thunder. So it takes place after that film. So this movie is taking place in between Endgame and Guardians Volume 3. I don't know why. That's weird. It's very odd. But um, Because they fucked up and fired James Gunn. Yeah, because they fucked up. That's really it. Now they have to rewrite that, 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 that narration, right, of that whole phase. But... That being said, well, no, they fucked up, fired James Gunn, and all the actors were vocally like, "We're not going to do the movie unless James comes back." Right, but Dave Bautista, especially. I mean, I guess, but it really came down to Pratt falling in with it. Yeah, I think they all fell in right away. They all signed a letter, but uh, Bautista never shut up. Like he was loud, and you know, good on him. Like that's cool. Like that's great. He had that loyalty. He's a fighter. You know, um, love it. Love and Thunder is a great title. I love the title like treatment. It's incredible. It looks like He-Man. It's super 80s. It's super Ralph Bashke. It's it, it's fucking like it's fire and ice. It's great. I I love it. You I just throw around you just throwing you just throwing around words here. Fire and ice, Ralph Bashke. When I think of those guys, I think of hot girls super sexualized. And yeah, they sexualized the men too, but they put women in skin. I meant the title treatment felt like that. Yeah, exactly. But but they're not going to sexualize Natalie Portman. No, but she was sexy in this fan art of her as fan art means nothing. That's fans. I'm talking but about. But it still from looks MCU. like Mighty Thor from the comics, and they're probably going to do something similar to that. Then just if no, I, I I miss when you were allowed to to depict women as a sexy, sexually, sexually. I don't I don't know how that fell out. You know, that's a that's a fucking weird genre of porn, like the superheroine porn, where they do comic accurate but off brand versions where like girls are just wearing thongs and they, they kick and fight and stuff. We and should watch those. I do. Uh, and, and it's just like. That should be in the real movies. I mean, the closest we got was the little bit of ass cheek we got of Olivia Munn as Psylocke. And that's the last time I, I remember a, a genuinely sexualized. Oh, yeah. Super huh. uh, female super character. You're, you're, you're never going to get that. Uh, and you got it kind of in in the fucking in the 90s when we could still fucking put Tracy Lords in a goddamn Marvel movie. But uh, well, even in the 90s, it wasn't great. Like Poison Ivy was kind of shitty as Uma Thurman, realistically. Yeah, but that was that was very mainstream. I mean, when, when you do the, the hard PG-13s, 
you kind of like spawn the chick just wears a fucking dominatrix outfit the female oh. villain oh yeah what was her name oh she looked like furu's boot bulko or whatever her fucking name was but she was like way older than her that's what was correct. her name that's correct i don't remember Oh my gosh, she's so hot though. All right, well, it's Thor: Love and Thunder for me. I'm excited. A returning cast and returning, like you know, director and uh, fucking Taika, 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 Taika. So for me, uh, gotta have it for Thor: Love and Thunder. Okay. What about you? Like it. Like it, right? But realistically, okay, hey. Phil, real quickly, go down the list and just tell me the hate it. I don't want to hear your whole list. Just go down the list we went over. Just tell me the true hate it. Uh, Eternals, WandaVision, <gasps> and Thor: Love and Thunder. Those are your real. Those three hated. And Hawkeye. I just don't get. I, Hawkeye's more of this. I just do not give a shit about it. Same with What If. I just do not give a shit. Okay. Good. All right. Moving on. We're gonna go into some other stuff. All right. Obviously, we have to expect that because of studios and contracts, Sony is going to release Spider-Man Three: Home Alone Two: Lost in New York. Now, Felk. Are you excited for Spider-Man 3? No. Okay, great. I, I'm a gotta have it for that. Okay. Spider-Man's a bad person who has drone strike capabilities. Oh, dude, they're going to be Craven the Hunter. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fucking great. And we're probably going to finally have Osborns introduced or something no. like. Here's how, I, here's how I care. How do I care? How do I care about Spider-Man 3? What, 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 what did they do? By they, I don't mean Marvel. I mean Sony. You hate you hate you hate the the drone strikes. No, no. What do they do? What, what do they do to make me care about Spider Man Three? Who's the villain? The, the a woman. Who's the villain? Craven the Hunter. Who's the Spider Man villain that Sony has just re- reintroduced to the? Oh, Venom. You Venom. To, you you give me Venom. Thing? I fucking I'm there on day one. You give me Tom Hardy. You give me the Toms colliding. Oh yeah, Tom Power. Tom yeah. Tom. Then I care. Tom Tom baby. All right. Okay, fine. Moving on. MCU. Craven the Hunter might mean something to you right now. I'm all about that venom. Venom. (laughs) Got that adrenaline. Venom. 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 Okay. Well, I got to have Spider-Man 3 Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. But moving on, let's do MCU Phase 5. I'm going to list off all the films that are likely to be in Phase 5. Yeah. And then we'll just briefly talk about them, okay? Briefly, okay. (laughs) So uh, we know that Blade is going to happen because it was announced in San Diego Comic-Con 2019, right? We can expect because the studios and contracts Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is going to happen in Phase 5. Black Panther 2, Black Lives Matter is going to happen in Phase 5. <laughs> Captain Marvel 2, Attack of the Feminazis is going to happen in, you know, Phase 5. But we have these films hinted by producers. No. Fantastic Four has been hinted by Kevin Feige at Comic-Con. X-Men was hinted by Kevin Feige at Comic-Con. He called it Mutants, but he 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 did say that that was just him calling them mutants, not the 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 race species of people, right? Yeah. Not not nec- not not that that's the film's name is going to be mutants, and that's how he's you know changing the uh, the you know the IP. It's not that he's still going to call it X Men. It sounds like, and this came from Ryan Reynolds, which he just re- recently hinted on Instagram by calling out his he's in year five or as he likes to call it phase five of his investigation on who leaked the Deadpool via VFX reel. So, out of all of this, Felk, I'm curious real quick. What stands out here? What are you excited about? Anything? Uh, I like James Gunn as a writer and creator. So, I care about Guardians Volume 3. Uh, I think, I mean, just 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 give me more Pratt. I like the idea that Pratt and Hemsworth will be clashing in that one, maybe. I'm not really sure how. Um, yeah, it is weird, but I'm excited about that, too. <clears throat> the, one that, uh, the one that stands out to me is... 
oh wow so i don't like you're in reruns now marvel is is blade uh i i have my fucking blade it's not like spider-man where even though we already gotten two pop well one popular incarnation of spider-man and then one far less popular incarnation but two of major motion pictures at least two major like franchises well, yeah two major franchises yeah uh but spider-man is a significant character who you know, like always felt lacking in the MCU. The MCU, like it felt like he, they needed him. He's the he's the third most recognizable. He's too big not to be in. It. He's the third. Yeah, exactly. He's the third most recognizable superhero after Superman, Batman, then Spider Man. That's he's most recognizable Marvel superhero. I think he's the biggest superhero in the planet, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, because Japan loves Spider Man and 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 they don't care about Batman or something like that. I think Maybe. yeah, I think the number one superhero of the whole planet is Spider Man, and then like like by a long shot, and then I think like by second it, it changes. And I'm, I can't remember. It used to be Batman and Superman. It might be Harley Quinn now. I'm My sure. point is Wesley Snipes is Blade. We got our Blade. We 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 got you know there is another Day incarnation of, of Blade, which is the TV show. Uh, which no oh yeah, watched. that's right. The Spike TV TV yeah, show. Yeah, no one watched that, but still, um, no one watched that. I never saw that. My my, but Blade brings in fucking vampires, so they're gonna introduce vampires into the MCU. That's what I get into like the the fuck it stage. And Felk, by the way, and Sony's introducing Jared Leto as Morbius. So Sony's also introducing vampires in their Venom Venom world. Yeah, that's I, I've heard about that. I don't know what that'll do. That'll be weird. Um, so you okay? So you're least excited about Blade, but you're most excited about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Yeah. Okay, I actually have to echo your thoughts. This is clear, I love Blade. I fucking I, the first two movies are fucking exceptional. I think the first one's by far better. The second one's still very good, and we just don't talk about the third one. Uh, um, I actually like one the most. It's my one of my favorite superhero films of all time. Um, two, great. I don't like that much, and three, I actually think is better than two. And I'm one of those few that actually like three. Huh. That being said. I, I am excited for Blade in the sense that Mahershala Ali came to Marvel and was like, I want to do this character. And and then Marvel's just like, yeah, and because you're Mahershala Ali, we're going to do it. Even though he was just Cottonmouth, right, in, in Luke Cage, and That's he was done. great in Luke they, Cage. They don't, they, Netflix is gone. I love that. I love that they're just flat out acknowledging with this Blade character. They're like, whatever. And they like they already shit. used Alfrey Woodard in Civil War, and she's also in Luke. That Cage. was so minor just, though. This is a major character being. She, yeah, reused. this is a major character. But but that being said, yeah, I am happy with my Wesley Snipes version, and I don't need Blade to be a focus of theirs. But you know what? If they have a vision and they have passionate like creators behind it, I'm excited. So I have mixed feelings to some extent about Blade. I don't need it. But I'm, I am excited that there seems to be passion behind that project. Just to harp on intersectionality again, because no one loves when we do that. Um, so I have to mention it again. Uh, are you aware of the the extra intersectionality box that this blade is being rewritten to tick? No. What What do you mean? Uh, so, all right. Well, because remember when uh, Black Panther came out, a lot of headlines kept saying the first black superhero movie, the first black led movie from Marvel. It's like. Yeah, no, I remember you're all forgetting Blade. There was three of those movies, but uh, not intersectional enough because because we've already had our first uh, black superhero in an MCU movie. Uh, they're rewriting. Uh, uh, I guess this is just a rumor, but they're rewriting the character to be the first Muslim superhero in the MCU. So wait, he's a Muslim uh, daywalker and slash vampire hunter. I don't know. I, I don't. It. They might not I even do it. vampires. They might not even Dude, do vampires. No, fuck it. This version of Blade Maybe just needs infidels. more titles, Felk. What? This version of Blade needs more titles. Let's add some more stuff to him. Maybe he's also pansexual. 
Yeah. Maybe. There's got to be a gay. One of the, I guess one of these is going to be gay. Bisexual women do not count as gay, Marvel. Stop pretending. Um, gay is going to be coming from Valkyrie's character in Thor Love and Thunder. She's flat out says she's looking for her queen because she's the king of Asgard. Um, Marvel also referenced recently that they might be dropping a transgender character in Phase 4 as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's Finally. I actually am excited about Fantastic Four. Uh, is one of my most uh, excited moments here because another two another I, movie is two I, fan I franchises behind it. I don't hate the Tim Story films. I don't hate the Josh the Josh Trank film. I actually think Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer is a, a, like a fun, watchable movie. It's pretty MCU ish already. It's pretty early MCU. Yeah, it really feels that way. So I think it's going to adapt perfectly fine. X-Men I'm not too excited about because I'm kind of, you know, a little sad about the end of, uh, you know, the Foxman universe. Deadpool 3 I am excited about as well because I can't wait to see what that goes. If Blade is a case of me saying, I've already got my Blade, you know, I've had my fill of Blade and Blade was done fine. X-Men, holy fuck. Do I not want to see some new dude as Wolverine or any of wait, that you shit? Wait, ha- you haven't gotten your 20 years of X-Men in? <laughs> Almost yeah, 20 exactly. years? Yeah, exactly. Wait. Yeah, 19. 19 years, 19 years 19. of X-Men. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I've gotten my fill of of that franchise across. It will be interesting. By the way, they did mention at Comic-Con, something you talked about, Felk, a lot was, uh, I think maybe in our Dark Phoenix spoiler cast, you talked about how is it, how are they going to be introduced into the MCU when we already have people like the Hulk that exists and other such, you know, uh, superheroes that are obviously very crazy powered and, and, and like well, how do you they bring could, in the no, beast? How, how would they do the, like, the mutant, how would they do the hatred? How would they right. do people the throwing rocks at them? Yeah, the bigotry. They could so, do the Mutant Registration Act. But Feige they, has said he has an idea about how to integrate oh, I'm sure Feige has an idea. into this world. Yeah. I'm sure he well, has an idea of how to do everything. But that's exciting. So they obviously have some kind of take on it that might work. So that's a cool. Um, I also really loved Black Panther. I, it's five out of five boys for me. Like, so I can't wait to see what Ryan Coogler does with a second script. I mean, I hope it's a passion project for him like Black Panther was. Uh, apparently, Fruitvale Station was like for his community. Creed was for his dad. And Black Panther was for him. So I'm I'm curious what Black Panther 2 is, if it's also kind of for, for Ryan. And Captain Marvel 2 I'm excited about because I love fucking Captain Marvel. So I really, I'm excited about Phase 5, and it seems like Phase 5 is going to be off the fucking chain, to quote what the kids are saying. Yeah, I, I'm definitely more interested in, I want to skip Phase 4. Because yeah, even, too, though, e- even though, even yeah. though I'm I'm on a level like like yeah, I've got my Blade, I've got my X-Men, at least it'll be interesting to see how they navigate the waters, waters like that yeah. they've already fucking done like with yeah and and blades a pretty big question mark i don't know how they're fucking gonna do that uh fantastic four and x-men i kind of get where they're gonna what they're gonna do which is just slightly different takes because i mean right. look i always like um the amazing spider-man is just a wash an example of when you 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 can't do at least the way that it's supposed to be done. So you got to do it slightly different. Like, even though the first Spider-Man has the exact, exact comic accurate origin story for Spider-Man, uh, we'll just throw a nod like that. He sees a fucking masked wrestler on yeah, a billboard, a luchador and thinks, oh, yeah, I need a mask or some shit. It's like you're doing it slightly different just because you can't do it the way that the last one did it, even though the last one did it perfectly. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to do X-Men? 
Yeah. Well, they they seem to have a take, and that's interesting. They haven't said what their take is, right? You so you find it interesting that Kevin Feige has just said, "I've got an idea," but he has not elaborated in any capacity about what that. Oh idea no, is. I think it's interesting because he, he I think he's got a great idea. Okay. Well, um, I like the Blade idea in the sense that. Blade is about vampires, and vampires isn't going to be something that's going to be like, it's a new mutant strain that exists, and vampires just popped up after the blip or after the snap, you know. Yeah, that, that's Endgame, bullshit. Infinity War. They like, need to do, like, vampires have existed since vampires they will. existed. And that's ancient, right? Vampires are ancient, so they have that feel to them. They're like artifacts almost in, in a way of, of, like, of, of like past civilizations. So I, I'm excited that we're going to we're gonna get, like, this richer deeper mcu that's going to really get into the past of the world and and not just the universe but the our world i mean eternals is going to get really into the past of our world and maybe there'll be some hints of vampires there you know like something like in eternals that like you can glean from like oh what was that was that a vampire reference maybe oh wait oh when they were flash forwarding through all these times did i just see vlad the impaler you know, with a whole bunch of people on, like, you know, spikes and whatever out front of his castle. Maybe. Who knows? So, Phil, phase four or phase five? You prefer phase five over phase four. Now, I don't give yeah. a shit about phase four. Phase four is just a big old fucking waste of time. It's Age of Ultron, but ten, ten of them. Yeah. You know, I do have to say, as excited as I am for phase four, I am incredibly excited for phase four. You do look at it and you're like, yeah, like we mentioned earlier, where is this going? And not having any type of, of ensemble film really kind of makes it more di difficult to really, like, see where they're going. I mean, we'll see. Um, they're, they're, they're all going to be, like, Civil War level of ensemble films, I think. They're going to have a lot of characters crossing over. because Or, like, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, uh, maybe that level, yeah, yeah. They'll all have, like, one person in them from who's big. At most Civil War level and at minimum Ragnarok level. Yes, We'll, cool. We won't, we won't see an end game or Infinity War level thing again until like phase five or six or something. Yeah. Well, that was the fucking best MCU show topic we have literal, literal <laughs> ever done. And I cannot wait for each and every one of those films and shows to come out. Oh, wow. That's Which, contradictory to things you said earlier. I guess I'm being hypocritical. Until then, Ballard, let's go somewhere to celebrate. Yes. Where you want to go? Shut um, up. I know there's only one place where we can go to see those freaky hoes doing shows, doing oh. tricks to make us holla on the giving nights, all for a dollar. Silicone breasts all on their chests. Nothing <laughs> like others, but above the rest. What? They'll do anything to turn us on. Them hoes got it going on. Mm -hmm. I like big booty and big old titties. <laughs> Bitch, you know you've been fucked by many. So come and be my private dancer. I got some money if that's the answer. I really want to be with you. I get hard after seeing you. How hard? Hard like a rock. When you make that pussy pop. Pop that pussy, hey! Pop that pussy, hey! Pop, pop that pussy, hey! Pop that pussy, hey! Pop, pop that pussy, hey! Pop that pussy, hey! Pop, pop that pussy, pop, pop, pop that pussy, hey! All right. What, 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 what rapper was was this this quoting? Two Live Crew. Oh, really? Well, this is this is well 
back in the, back in the past. Cool Boy Nation, tell us your feelings. <laughs> Fuck that. Tell us your feelings. On the MCU's Phase 4 slate by emailing us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. New episodes of the Cool Boys Podcast come out every week. Be sure to like and subscribe to the Cool Boys and review us on Apple Podcasts. You yes. also can donate to us on Patreon at patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. But you probably won't. Where you can get full movie commentaries. First yep. movies that were shortened down. <laughs> Please check out another great Cool Boy Central content with Batman and Beyond on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, Cool Boy Nation. Until next time, it's Bizees from Fastos from Eternals, fellas. Of course, right? That's a yeah. great character. We talked about him. You're Black Widow. And that's Bizees from Black Widow from Black Widow Ballard. Never suggest you will talk for 45 minutes about the MCU. <laughs> Just to kill. Hit the music. You are standing American boy. You have excelled in all things. Just to kill. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. Just to kill. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Just to kill. This episode of the Cool Boys Podcast was brought to you by... You see, though, who is Jess, you know, from I don't Jess know. I don't Jess. know who that is. Do you don't know me? what Jess by Jess is? No. Felk, you seriously don't know what Jess by Jess is? No, I don't. What is it? Why don't you look it up? Look it up and tell us what, we, what you see. Wait, what is Jess by Jess? No, I'm not gonna. Wait, why are you, you going to do this? Because I'm not playing your little game. Your little bait I'm game. I'm blown away. You don't know what Jess by Jess is. What I, is it? I'm, it's porn. Oh, that guy? Fuck that guy. I don't like that guy. Yeah, you know what? I Okay, so Jesh by Jesh is this guy. I know who Jesh guy is. I know who Jesh is. He fucks like yeah. all the premier porn stars, right? But here's the thing about him. He blurs his face and you don't know who he is. And I like to play the guessing game of who is Jesh? Is Jesh Leonardo DiCaprio? Is Jesh Jeremy Renner? And sometimes I like to settle on the idea that maybe Jesh is Jeremy Renner. He does art porn. Felk. Do you now know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I know who that guy is, and I don't care. So who is he? He's just a, 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 a independent contractor slash porn star, because that's the thing now. Yeah, I also feel like he's probably just some just like some rich dudes like kid. That's what Ryan uh, Gosling. Gosling is yeah. He, I still he, never ever seen Ryan Gosling show up in a single Pornhub. Uh, uh, porn i've ever watched no because um he, well you'll you there's clips of, of his shit but not full ones because he owns his own uh like his own videos he he's he's not a studio he's just one guy and he you know he gets ridiculously hot girls all who seem relatively new to porn to do very rough scenes and it's uh i don't i don't i don't know how you go from uber driver to that 
in, is that in, what he was in, really? Because you a, and Noli like seemed to actually know who uh, um, Ryan Gosling was, and Noli really seemed to know who this this uh, porn actor was. Like really, really knew who this guy was. Yeah, Noli seems really, no one seems really well versed in his work. Well, well, <laughs> yeah. Noli also seemed to be well versed in porn, and then all of a sudden aloof. Yeah, exactly. The uh, I don't watch porn, but I know a lot about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then he'd always uh, he'd go back to. But I don't know anything from porn uh, after 2005. But he know who Ryan Gosling was. Who's been doing porn since like 2016? <laughs> In yeah. really rough porn. Cool story. Get some cool, cool boys. boys. <laughs> <laughs> so serious. <laughs> <laughs>